0: Welcome cadets and captains to a brand new edition of M Class Podcast. I'm Jeff, hot and fresh out the kitchen. I'm Josh. Wow, it's, it's fucking singing Peepy Man songs on our podcast. you gonna oh, get that's us- the pee-pee Man. Oh no, pee-pee Man. You're gonna get us sued whenever he gets out of prison. Rip peepee Man, rest in prison. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Josh. I said it. I said my name. Okay. I think it's Josh. I don't know. We'll find out in this very special episode. This is an intervention. I'm horned up on cake. This man has had more cake than I've had my entire life in the last 24 hours. I've eaten probably like one whole cake this weekend. Jesus Christ. Happy birthday. It's not good. Don't do that. (laughs) Josh is now 27 years old. Happy birthday. Yay, I'm an adult. (laughs) You're not an adult, you at 27. I wasn't when I was 27. I definitely, I mean, I definitely wasn't either. I am now that.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: I mean, you're at least that age, right? You are 27. You have been. Hmm. Think about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, whatever you say, it is your. it is your birthday week. <laughs> hey, age is just a number, am I right? Now I'm going to go have a fucking crisis, go buy a Tesla. I'm going to... Start swinging. I'm a swinger now. Hit him up. (laughs) Key party. Grinder.com slash Josh Henderson. (laughs) Believe it or not, as I always say at the beginning of the show, after we've bullshitted for a couple minutes, this is a Star Trek podcast. uh, Where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media, we pick it apart, we tell you whether it's hot or not... (laughs) <laughs> and then we give it a rating on our patented Cochrane to Catfish Warp Scale of Quality, which we will get into eventually. It's very technical, very scientific. Very scientific, Very scientistic. <laughs> uh, this is the final episode of the collection that we are currently on that I am definitely remember the name of, and I am not going to... Malfunction M- Junction. M- I'm definitely not going to mclasspodcast.com to look it up. Oh, it is indeed the Malfunction Junction collection, but. By who... Spivzy? No. Spivzy did not. Oh my god. What was it? It's uh, Squid Ludwig's Malfunction Junction. I knew Junction. it was an S. But, Sorry, uh, Squid Ludwig. I, just, I went to Twitter. I haven't been to like, desktop Twitter in a while, and the Dogecoin logo is in the corner. Yeah, now. that's why I tweeted that thing the other day. Like, what the fuck is going on? What the hell's happening? I could not imagine a more pathetic ploy. If it's I so, tried. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Squid Ludwig. Uh, people right now are choosing what our next collection is on uh, patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. It'll be way too late by the time this episode comes out to vote in it, but uh, go there anyway. Hey, we're a democracy. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I decide different, which I have before. <laughs> Damn. Jeff Augustus Caesar over That's here. right. I made it through the Ides of March, baby. Yeah, crossing the Rubik's Cube-Con. Hmm. I feel like we're getting a good history lesson in, in this episode. The Rubicon was the river that they crossed. The Rubicon is the name of a runabout. <laughs> exactly. It's because it's a river. Uh, we go. are talking about the Lower Decks episode, season one, episode seven, Much Ado about Boimler. Boimler. This episode has nothing to do with Boimler. (laughs) No, Boimler is the B-plot in this episode, (laughs) which is fucking great, because he should always be the B-plot. Crystal and I were talking about uh, the age-old question, like, if they made a Muppets version of something, like, who would be the one human character? Boimler. Uh, Yeah, if they did Lower Decks Muppets, it would absolutely have to be Boimler. Dude, I love his voice. Uh what's his name? It's kid. Fucking oh, um sh- nephew to crazy man. <laughs> Alright. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> what is oh Oh, I want to say Jeff Bridges. It's not it's definitely Jeff. not Jeff Bridges. No, I get it's, them confused. Um, all the Jack time. Quaid. It's Jack uh yeah. Randy Quaid's, Randy Quaid's son. nephew. Or yeah, Randy Quaid's nephew. Yeah. Nephew of Crazy Man. I get it now. You got it. You got it. We got that. He's Dennis Quaid and Dennis. Meg Ryan's kid. Yeah, that's pretty it's pretty cool. And uh he's Boimler. And he's also in the boys. He's a Nepo baby. A little bit, what they call a nepo baby. He's good in the boys, though. I do. I think he's a good actor. He's great as Boimler. I mean, there are always those nepo babies that aren't good at what they're doing, and he's not one of them. So no, he's definitely good at it. Yeah, nepo babies. <laughs> That's the big. Like, I feel like we undermine ourselves when we give like real genuine problems in like the world names like fucking nepo baby. <laughs> yeah it makes it dumb right it's like fucking baby talk call just call him a like a nepotism child yeah or like or like when something happens like politically and it's something gate and it's like you're just making it stupid yeah, like this absolutely. is an actual real fucking issue you' are making it after dumb. after pizza gate you cannot call anything no. gate anymore no exactly you're making yourself look like an idiot I mean we all know those kids were held in that basement we get it hmm. A helicopter did go over my house just then. So. <laughs> are we getting too close to the truth on m Class Podcast? Excuse podcasts? me, there's a man in black at your door. Excuse me, it's me, Injured Cold. I would yep. like to come into your house, please. You have to invite look, me. You have to invite a mothman in. That's a little girl. Look, look at my flashy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so on this episode of Star Trek Lower Decks... <laughs> Boimler, Mariner, and Rutherford are tired as fuck. They're just, like, face down on their little bunk beds. I love how they just sleep in these little bunk beds. Like, <laughs> they don't have a little... Like, I guess they have a privacy screen, right? Because later yeah. they do that. But they just sleep in their outfits, their uniforms. <laughs> like, you know, like, pajamas or anything? Like, no. I think... All right. I I hope that this isn't canon. I was under the impression that, like... Everybody, had, like, if they didn't have their own room, they shared rooms. Because, like, in the Lower Decks episode, the guy who, like, Riker hates because he's too much like him and the Vulcan guy share a room. The Lower Decks episode of the TN- of TNG, yes. not the Lower Decks episode of Lower Decks. Is there a Lower Decks episode of Lower Decks? The whole show is called Lower Decks, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's called Lower Decks, so every episode of Lower Decks is a Lower Decks episode. Is a Lower, Lower Decks, Decks. Decks episode. Yeah, it's like every pee, every poop is a pee, but not every pee is a poop. Mm, think about it. <laughs> I feel like I've had my mind blown. Just now, think about it. I learned a little bit more about Pee Poo Poo. I learned a little <laughs> bit more about Lower Decks and the Rubicon River. We're at, it's like hardcore history over here, which is a great <laughs> podcast. You should turn this one off and go listen to that yeah, one. You should listen to How Did This Get Made instead. <laughs> it's, it's the same podcast, except there's a lady on it, so it's not like a sausage fest like this one. Yeah, not the same guy talking to himself like this one is. <laughs> <laughs> How do we layer our voices over each other when we're talking over each other? If we harmonize, I'm pretty sure people would, like, do our bidding. This is a good thought. I'm going to write that down for later. Do a B flat. Uh, the funny thing uh, is, you think I didn't do it with him, but we were so perfectly in sync that it was one voice. By M-Class merch. <laughs> you can find that at mclasspodcast.com, by the way. Nice. <laughs> get that plug out early. So you, yeah, well, they talk about it later in Lower Decks where, like, they have a chance to get a room, and they all decide that they should share the room, all four of them, because it's big enough for four people, because they're used to sleeping in, like, sheep yeah. bunk beds,
1: right?
0: <laughs> I had something unrelated to say, and I've was forgotten the, it. Was it about harmonizing? It was about coolly high harmony. (laughs) Crazy, sexy, cool. It's a good album. That is a good album. I forgot, so it doesn't really matter. Fuck it. It's going to be a good album. Oh, no, I know exactly what I was going to say. It's funny how we don't talk over each other on this podcast, but every other time we're on another podcast, we talk over each other. (laughs) Once we add a third element, it's chaos. That's true. Once we have a quiet respectable British boy with us it's, it's chaos too much it's too much <laughs> two Americans versus fucking one British person it's like Yorktown all over again the wow historical <laughs> reference <laughs> we're getting a lot of hardcore history this time get fucked England I had a really hard time on like I, I love being on Hounds and it was a super fun time and I love Rich and Spibsy, but boy were we talking over each other constantly were they saying things like pig trotters? <laughs> they were saying uh, "pip pip cheerio" constantly. They would not stop saying. It. God damn! You think for a people that have lived in lived in the rain and the cold muck that they live in over there, you think they would be less cheery? Also, the podcast got interrupted for a full half hour so that they could drink tea. Uh, it's their, it's <laughs> They get fucking de- deported if they don't. You know. <laughs> The queen is outside. She's not dead. She took up a new post. Are you post.
1: drinking tea, boys?
0: So, Tindy shows up and she's <laughs> like, "Yo, check it out! I made a dog." <laughs> I like how the dog just runs into the screen. Like, like what? I I used inert carbon and hand edited six billion genetic sequences to make an Earth dog. And it's really funny they're all so fucking tired because they've been repairing the station grid. Boimler's like, where did you find the time? And she's like, Oh, I lie about going to the bathroom yeah. so I go work on the dog. Classic fucking overachiever kid, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, how long would it take to hand edit six billion lines of DNA? At least four bathroom breaks, I think. <laughs> four poops. At least. Like, she leaves. She's like, let me go get my notes. You guys are going to love them. And Rutherford's like, she's messing with this, right? This is just a regular dog. <laughs> but then the dog fucking turns its head around and, like, makes yeah. spider limbs and starts crawling on the wall. It's like fucking xenomorphs its way up the wall. Yeah. And fucking Mariner's like, wake me up if it turns into something I need to care about. <laughs> Dude. Dude, I felt that. I felt that in my bones. I was like, yep. It's true. We all have a little mariner in this. It's like the time at MAGFest when the fire alarm went off, but it was like four in the morning, and I was like, you know what? I don't even care if I die in a fire. Sometimes I think that, right? Where I'm like so tired, and I hear like a real loud bang downstairs. I'm like, look, yeah. if it's a murderer, just kill me. I don't care. I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, make it quick. The that happens a lot. Do you have exploding head syndrome? Uh, no. I do. I do have, um... It's fairly new just over the past year. Uh sleep paralysis. Yeah, that's a fun one. I don't have do demons see, yet. Do you, you see the demons? No, not yet. No, they're Ho- fun. Hopefully I don't. What happens Sometimes it's a witch lady. That's fun too. What happens is I feel like someone's pushing me down into the bed. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah. And then like if I I thought to myself, like, well I know what this is, right? Like, so I'm not gonna get freaked out about it. Like, I know what's happening now. And the like, my brain was like, "Oh no, you fucking don't!" And like pushed three <laughs> times as hard down on me, to where it was like kind of hard to breathe. And like I forced myself awake instead of could have been a succubus doing it. And uh, of course, I was in a room by myself and felt like a moron. So. Did you wake up screaming because a giant spider was coming off of the ceiling? Uh, no. Don't give my brain ideas. Just wait till that happens. That's a fun time. So far, it's just the paralysis. I don't have any of the other stuff. Give it time. Josh, are you <laughs> wishing harm to me on our podcast I want you to right see now? It. I want you to see it. It's crazy. I, I heard about it. Tendi's dog yeah. comes off of the ceiling and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? I heard about it. <laughs> yeah, I heard about it. I did have uh, one of those. It was the weirdest sensation I've ever had in my life, at least looking back on it, where I was sleep paralyzed and I was looking at the open door to, yeah, to the bedroom. Yeah, your eyes were closed. Yeah. And like, I could see the door open. And something about like sounds I was hearing coming from downstairs was more terrifying than I've ever experience Dude, in my entire you're life. You're astro projecting. You're out of your body, man. And that's what's like, happening. I could hear someone running up the steps. Yeah, I have that and too then, I, like, have a... I forced myself awake and I was like yeah. and the number one, the door is shut. I shut it all I shut it when I went to bed. I know this. <laughs> and I look at the door, so I feel dumb already that I was that worked up. And then I was like, what was I afraid of? Like it was probably just crystal. Like or it was a succubus coming to slob your knob like fucking race dance. How do I explain this to my wife? Uh oh, and the promise tomorrow? <laughs> anyway, uh, an elite team has been forged from the upper echelons of the Cerritos crew by an <laughs> admiral. They need to go to the Pacipian agricultural colony. And maybe plant some roulant seeds. I love how they're, like, in, like, ninja geese. (laughs) They're they're wearing the, like, wetsuit stealth things that they wore in TNG on the secret mission. Fucking SEAL Team 6 over here. Fucking uh, planting seeds. It's Captain Freeman, uh, Shax, and Ransom. And they're treating it like it's some super secret ultra espionage mission when they're really just gonna plant some seeds. Dude, wouldn't that be the way though, right? Oh like, yeah. You're a bunch of nerd explorers and they're just like, Yeah, but we gotta do this like so nobody knows and, like you would definitely treat it like it was that Well, oh, I would treat any mission like that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I would always wanna go down as like the first contact makeup people, you know, Hold who that- get that would be so cool. Might get to have sex with a nurse. Uh, I mean, get to is a different way than it happens. <laughs> Might get blackmailed into having sex with a nurse. But uh, Mariner is like belly aching about it because she thinks that the new captain's going to be a Jellico type. That's funny. Who's going <laughs> to be like babys- babysitting everybody on the ship, yeah, yeah. and they're going to go to a bog planet anyway, which is of course the worst kind of planet. And Boimler is like, the bogs are very interesting. Bogs are fascinating. <laughs> and, Like they're having this argument, and then like a metal cube rolls, rolls by. by. The dog, the runs dog turns by into and it a turns metal into cube, cube, and they just watch it go. And then they start goes, talking to each other. It goes, tick, 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 tick. yeah. She's like, I'm look. Boimler's like, I'm looking forward to the meeting, the visiting crew. <laughs> Mary's like, well, Are you just excited to have a new captain's butt to kiss? And he's like, yeah, I you, wouldn't yeah. say it like that, but yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> he like, wants to kiss a new butt. Yep. <laughs> Rutherford, being Rutherford, is of course trying to get the transporter platform to go 0.5 seconds faster.
1: <laughs> uh, like, what?
0: Man, it must be great to live in a world where shit just comes out of the wall that you can eat and you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. That you just are like, you know what? I need this to go faster for one half of a second. No matter what happens to the people in it. <laughs> dude. The ends justify the me. Bo- Boimler does his normal, like, if my hair is this way, do I get a promotion if my hair is that way? Rutherford's like, sure. <laughs> and the Boimler's like, you didn't even look. Yeah. So cute, uh, but um, Rutherford wants this transport. He's got, he's got to get the kinks worked out. And uh, is like, ah, oh, then I can tell the captain that I work on improving efficiency in my spare time. He's like updating his resume, like on the oh, fly. Oh, absolutely. Right? <laughs> he gets uh, he gets beamed over, and uh, Rutherford is jizzing because it's a half second faster now. Yep. And they, like, start laughing. He's like, beat me back, beat me back! It's, like, 20 feet away from the other <laughs> <one>. <laughs> but, uh But Boimler comes back, and he's blue- and slightly transparent and glowing. He's, the sound of the beaming process I, continues. I love that, that that's like a thing. I love that they're like, what if the sound stays? so right? fucking funny. It's genius. Also really. the fact that every time he says something, someone goes, what? It's like so deafening and they're like, why is that sound happening? He's like, don't worry. You're just slightly out of phase. It's only cosmetic. Cosmetic. <laughs> And Boimler's like, you have to fix me before the visiting crew shows up. Yeah, he's like, they can see through me. I'm never going to get noticed. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We cut back to Mariner, who this episode is really about Mariner. Yeah, Mariner's hot friend. Yeah, it's her super hot friend, uh, Captain Ramsey. Yeah, Captain Ramsey. Rams me. (laughs) Captain Rams me. Wait, yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, I guess if she's into it, I'm a swinger now. Remember, I don't care. <laughs> but uh, Captain Ramsey went to Starfleet Academy with Mariner, and uh, she has like a senior sta- staff, uh, senior staff with her. Uh, w- uh, Warren Pratchett, a Regelian that never gets a name for some reason, and I thought his name was like Sticks. <laughs> I think his name might be Drew Pratchett. Is it Drew? Yeah, his name is Drew Pratchett. He must be from, like, the Earth part of Rigel. Maybe. He's, uh, Warren Pratchett and Durga, a Vulcan. Yeah, Durga's, like, a vampire. (laughs) Her coloring is, like, wild. Like, super translucent color. Uh... (laughs) I I find her reactions to stuff very funny. In this episode though, like yeah. when Boimler walks out and she looks like completely disgusted at him. I use that. The way as a, that they draw Vulcans in the show is really good. I, I agree. always like the way they look. They're very I, I don't they nailed it. I don't know. They, they they're very it. Vulcan looking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but uh Ramsey uh, Captain Ramsey's like, "Oh, Mariner's is one of the best officers around. She's like action woman and she's so great at everything." And Durga's like, well, why is she still an ensign, then? Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. wah. Mariner's like, why are you a green-blooded hobgoblin? She doesn't say that. And then out of Starfleet for racism. Gone forever. (laughs) I mean, they didn't kick out Dr. McCoy. (laughs) Look, that shit don't fly in this year, whatever it is, 100 years later, Bones. 2370-something. 2380-something? I don't know. Shit don't fly these days, Bones. Yeah, boners. He's probably still alive. He he (laughs) looks like the Crypt Keeper. (laughs) (laughs) But boy She took everything but my bones. It's it's so fucking funny when the bridge doors open, it's like (laughs) (laughs) that sound.
1: And he like What the the hell?
0: Everybody's (laughs) like watching him walk in and he tries to sneak over to the station. (laughs) Mariner's like, what the hell is wrong with you? And he's like, oh yeah. no, it's no biggie. Don't worry, he's like, I'm just out of phase. Don't worry. He gets ordered to sick bay, which of course he complains. That's for sick people, though. Uh, I love when the, yeah, Captain Ramsey's like, it's in sick bay now, and he's like, ah. <laughs> it's funny. Doctor Tana is there, and she's <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell's happening to you. <laughs> He's like, well, "How long is it gonna last?" He's like, "How the hell should I know?" Dude, I love the Doctor. Uh, Rutherford turns the sound off because oh, we we as the audience couldn't have handled that for the whole no, episode. You, you can't, <laughs> yeah. He's like, "It's funny that that's the first thing he figures out, though." Is how <laughs> to that. he just t- mutes it. Yep. But Doctor Todd <laughs> is like, "Oh, thank God, that was the worst part by far." <laughs> And they're like, yeah, it was. But you're still and so phased. I was like, no. And he's like, they can see through me. This will affect my chance of becoming That's a captain it. one yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> but they've contacted Division 14. Which, Not Division 14. Which Boimler thinks is the time travel division, but <laughs> uh, is actually unsolvable diseases and science mysteries. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> But uh, they're going to a spa on Endocronomous 5, <laughs> which is a very funny joke called The Farm. So, The Farm. And you'll be given the best care possible. Yeah, like, you just get massaged all day. Then we're gonna send Tendi's weird fucking dog to The Farm as well. Which is the funniest joke in the whole episode. His, his Her name is The Dog. <laughs> She's like, you named the dog the dog. Of course. It's an Earth dog. <laughs> and they're like, I don't think you've ever seen a dog. <laughs> um, but she's like, Look, I'm not going to let them hurt you. <laughs> and uh, she's, yeah, Rutherford's like, You seem to know a lot more about DNA than you do dogs. That's it. And she's yeah. like, Yeah, there are no dogs on Orion. <laughs> And she's, like, loving the dog, like, you know, like a person would, like a human would, right? She turns away from it, its head opens up like the top of a fucking alien egg. (laughs) It turns, it's like teeth inside of it, bats fly up. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? What is this thing? Damn, man. But, uh, the Cerritos is, uh, en route to the planet Quapa. That's where they play QWOP, Yeah, it seems like a joke about QWOP keys. Yeah, yeah. To perform a repair on a water filtration system. And then they're going to rendezvous with the USS Rubino. I love how the California class ships are just like the janitor ships. Like, that's the funniest <laughs> fucking... That's the funniest joke in the whole series, right? That the, is great. They're just janitors. <laughs> um, Ramsey's tr- trying to record her log and Mariner's of course being a goof playing with all of her mom's shit and uh, they ha- they have a little bit of a catch up together and Ramsey's like look I want you to be my first officer so I can get up to speed with the crew of the Cerritos and uh, if I was one of her elite group that came with her this would piss me off so bad Well, they're professionals, though. You you chose an ensign, like, and I mean, you can look up Mariner's record. It's really bad. Yeah, she, like, does a bunch of shit that gets her in trouble all the time. On purpose, though. Yeah. She's a dumb-dumb. I mean, it's fine. Your mom's a captain? Fuck it. Do you know who my mom is? (laughs) Her dad's an admiral. It is a little wild. Nepotism she's like a baby. She's a nepo baby. <laughs> she's a nepo baby. <laughs> uh, I mean, she really is. Honestly, yeah, like she shouldn't yeah. be in Starfleet anymore, but she still she probably is. Probably not. But uh, Mariner's like, uh, yeah, I'll be your first officer. But uh, they like hug each other, and then Mariner like looks really uncomfortable with the whole thing. She doesn't want to do it, but she's friends with this lady, so. And then, you know. like, my favorite part of the episode happens where the Cerritos yeah. is approached by the Osler, a ship from Division 14, and it looks so unbelievably evil. It's a goddamn big, bad ship. It's Punks like, 10, right? it's black and red. Yeah, and it's, like, it's glowing like red. <laughs> it's like flying Darth Vader, yeah. And, like, they, uh, they like, lock together, and at the airlock, Boimler, Tendy, and the dog... <laughs> uh meet the dude like a guy from the race of the dude from Star Trek the Animated Series with the Three Arms. Yeah, what are they called? Edozians. Edozians, that's right. Edozians, yeah, and he's like evil as fuck. <laughs> He has a mask on for some reason. He's like Like, stepping on board. The Osler will make will is consent to being in the presence of abnormal, medical, and clinically obscene phenomena. (laughs) He's like, uh, how how long will it take us to get to the farm? He's like, don't concern yourself with that. The farm cures all. They just kind of exchange glances. <laughs> They're like, uh, <laughs> shit. God, I peeked the fuck out of the mic with that evil laugh. It's fine. It's so evil, it can't be contained. Can't be contained by audacity. <laughs> the audacity of it. And man, you're like, boy, is Boimler going to make it? Well, you will you can find out right after these messages now he dies this is the last episode of the show Fuck! don't tell him that after these messages (laughs) we'll be right back here it
1: is the ufo hotline your phone number to the biggest cover-up ever call 1-900-909 ufos although we warn you to be prepared this may be the most shocking phone call you'll ever make here, up to the minute UFO sightings and extraterrestrial contacts. Call one nine hundred nine zero nine UFOs. Are extraterrestrial visitors
0: real? Experience the contact. Call now. Welcome back from those messages, everybody. Woo, woo, woo. Hopefully you enjoyed whatever the fuck that was. I didn't mention anything that I wanted to eat today, so it can be whatever. Hmm, maybe a frosty A&W root beer. Oh, yeah. Do you like A&W the best? Because that's the correct answer if you do. Uh, I think so. I Like, Barks has a strange taste to it. Barks is never, bad. I was never too into it. I always like A&W. Mug is okay if you dilute it with ice. Yeah, mug is all right. Like, there was um, a place in Huntington that did, like, old-timey root beer floats and stuff that used mug. Yeah. And I was into that. Oh, you put a fucking ice cream in it. Yeah, you're good. That's true. <laughs> you could put ice cream in anything and it's good. Put ice cream in my butthole and it'll be good. Well, I know that already. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Mariner's going down to uh, the planet Quapa with Ramsey <laughs> and her crew. And Ramsey tells a story about encountering four Borg drones, and Durga (laughs) used Vulcan kung fu to fucking destroy them all. (laughs) It's so stupid. And then Mariner is like, well, one time, me and Ramsey stole Professor Saul Rubichick's car and drove it into the bay. (laughs) And Warren's like, oh my god, he was my mentor. I spoke at his funeral. That car was his life. (laughs) That was his life. And Ramsey's like, ah, oh, it was a long time ago, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. And Mariner's like, oh, we do, I do mischief like that all the time. I put a scorpion in Ransom's bed. He almost died. <laughs> Durga's like, do you often disrupt missions? <laughs> she's like, oh, I do regular Starfleet stuff, too. Yeah. Ramsey's like, uh, anyway. Phoning it in. And, like, it's weird, right? Cause there's an actor named Saul Rubinick. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is a reference to him. I think this is just a like random thing. Yeah, somebody could have known somebody whose name was similar, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? It could be. Like Saul Rubinick was the guy who ran Warehouse thirteen. Oh, in the in the show Warehouse Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> On sci fi. Yes. Right? right? That was, was on after Battlestar. It was a good show. He was on, uh, apparently on Frasier as well, but I don't... Oh, God, Frasier. I, I actually really don't like Frasier, so there Isn't is that. Isn't it funny that they're snobs? Uh, I, I mostly know Saul Rubinick from... Uh, he, was, he was in several episodes of Eureka, I thought you were going to say urethra, and I got really confused, but then you cleared it up. Well, I'm glad I could do that for you. (laughs) He's been in a million different things, but uh, I know him from those episodes. He plays a guy who limitlesses. Like, his brain is unlocked by some type of radiation, and he, like, fucking gains the ability to, like, know everything. And then he gets uh fucking psychic powers he can read minds oh, like, and like lucy stuff. he gets lucid yeah like <laughs> limitless cuz they give lucy the drug the DMT or whatever right well uh i know i know <laughs> him from that show anyway Limit, uh... <laughs> limitless is uh Brad what's his name <laughs> not Brad Bradley Cooper that's it i call him Brad we're friends you and him are best pals. Yeah, we go to Eagles games and hang out at Patty's Pub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, I was... This is, like, something we were talking about off the air, but another good example of, like, being famous at different levels yeah. is that you and I know... Uh, Comment like comment etiquette with Eric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he has to tell people he meets in public. Like they're like, "Oh, he's an actor. What have you been in?" He's like, "Oh, I was in an episode of It's Always Sunny." <laughs> Dude, <laughs> fucking uh, big money, Salvia man. Yeah, I big know money, Salvia. <laughs> Bounce on his boy's dick. <laughs> but, and uh, send. They go back to. Uh, they go to the surface of Quapa. <laughs> And, uh, they, like, we need to get in touch with the local authorities, and Marion's like, Let's go! And then goes in the opposite direction, of course. Yeah. But they find the the locals who are all, like, mud skipper people. Yeah. I forget what they say, but it fucking killed me. I forget this part. I don't remember this. You don't remember this part? No. Was I Apparently like- their king has a name, and it's Phibius. Phibius. Phibius and Furbius? He's a Quapian. <laughs> I'm looking up Quapian. He has, a, he has a crown on his head and a royal robe. <laughs> I just found the game. I'm going to play the game now. Alright. Tell us how you do. <laughs> I'm doing bad. <laughs> well, that's the game. Huge disgrace. Try again. Quap. <laughs> <laughs> he says, He says like, we're... Uh, Ah, God, I'll never remember it. Fuck it. Anyway, they, um... Fuck it. They're they're working on the filtration system, and, like, uh, Mariner's, like, trying to talk to Durga, and, like, well, how long have you known... Uh, Ramsey. What, Ramsey. And she's like, this is not important to the mission. <laughs> it's, like, kind of, like, self-commentary about the show, yeah. right? Like, Yeah. But uh <laughs> the filtration system has like a pressure surge that's gonna like explode the fucking place in thirty seconds. And Dirk is like, Mariner, give us a tricorders now and Mariner's like, Oh no, that's I, like, right. Forgot them on the cerritos. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Yep. They subsonic pulse it, the answer to everything. Yep. Subsonic and pulse. It clears the jam. And purifies the water, and they that's all fucking, right. like, glare at Mariner because they're covered in nasty shit. <laughs> what you get when you go to Quapia. Mariner's like, oh, I left the tricorders. They're they're on the transporter deck on the Cerritos, and Durga's like, the least opportune place for them to be. Damn, for a Vulcan to say that shit to you, man? Your whole career is over Ooh, at that point. Just, that's like a scalding rebuke. Uh, Freeman Captain Freeman calls back to check in with Captain Ramsey and they're wearing their stupid fucking like full jumpsuits and yep. tiny hoodies yep, they got the little hood on looks like the little penis head and they're like we, we could be called at any moment to plant these seeds maybe <laughs> she like turns it off and she's like so they may or may not plant seeds <laughs> But uh, the rubedo has not arrived for the uh, rendezvous. It's a lot to say. Rendezvous with the rubedo. Rendezvous with Rama. Who's Rama? Some kind of Egyptian god? Mm, no. Ra- <laughs> Rama is a Hindu. That's right. Deity. That's right. Hindu. Or uh, Rama is a uh, Brahma. Reincarnation of Vishnu, an avatar right. of Vishnu. That's right. the Ramayana is like one of my favorite mythological books. It's so read fucking them. cool, Mahabharata or whatever. I the, have not. The spaceship. The Ramayana is weirdly like the Super Mario Brothers, and I pointed this out <laughs> in the class where we had to read it, and everybody was like, ah, <laughs> oh, ah. Oh. You should write a fucking thesis on this, man. I want to read this. Like, uh, Rama is, like, the hero of the story, and he's, like, uh, accompanied everywhere by his uh, inc- his uh, less powerful but incredibly loyal brother, Lakshmana. Okay. This is and the Mario Brothers. They, and Rama falls in love with Sita his, like, princess. Mm-hmm. And Sita is kidnapped by the demon king, Ravana, who and he hides her away in his fortress behind his armies. Damn! And Rama and Lakshmana have to fight through his armies to get to the castle to rescue her from Ravana. I'm sorry, Rama, but... Sh- what's her name? Sita. Sita is in another castle. <laughs> This has nothing to do with this episode. That's that's great, I, dude. We're getting dude. Everyone's getting so much facts today. It's like facts overload. Uh, I'm making up for the fact that uh, the episode on Mario that I did with Toon Hounds got destroyed, and then we just talked about Mario games for an hour and a half instead. That works. Whatever. You know what? Fuck it. Oh, did you talk about this on that show that got deleted? No. Uh, I don't think so. I, I talked a lot of fucking fun facts and behind the scenes shit in that show, though. <laughs> I really came off like a fucking know-it-all, but it was so fun. And so, and, but anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Ramsey is like, "All right, well, we need to find Captain Dayton in the Rubidoux. Uh Long-range sensor scan." Mariner the just sits to there. <laughs> That's like, right. She's yeah. like, that means you. And she's like, oh, me, me, okay. She, Why is it her? She initiates a red alert immediately, and she's like, wait, it'll tire itself out. Hold on. <laughs> and uh, Ramsey turns it off. She's like, look, Mariner, you can do this. Just pull it together. <laughs> Back on the medical ship Osler, uh, Boimler, Tendy, and the dog... I love this part. Uh, meet the ship of freaks. I love this fucking like castaway toys island of misfit toys it's like, ship. People fuse together through uh, like transporter accident. People like this dude who's like half an old man and half a teenager. Yeah. yeah. Who's like the main one. And there's a catfish there. Jonathan, right? It's Jonathan. Jonathan. Like, hi there, it's nice to meet you, Jonathan. Did he used to be a man? And they're like, that's what we're assuming. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good, dude. Uh, but the the guys like the admirals of Starfleet don't want the loyalty of their officers jeopardized by having them work <laughs> alongside people who suffered bizarre accidents. It's funny because the old man, half young man, is like the conspiracy theorist, right? Like, <laughs> it's like typical old man shit. Boilers like, uh, well, they're specialists that'll help us with cures, right? And that's when we meet all the weirdos there. Tendy's like, don't worry, the dog. I'll break you out the first chance I get. (laughs) You don't belong with these freaks. One of them's just like a potato man. Yeah. He's just like a blob. (laughs) uh, Boiler's like, don't worry. We're all going to go to the farm. It's a resort planet, and the nurses will know how to cure us. Yeah. And they, they laugh and they're like, you don't get it, you fool. This ship is the farm. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, the Cerritos finds the Rubido adrift. Power's offline. Oh, ghost ship. And Ramsey isn't taking it seriously. She's like, I told Dayton to get those energy coils replaced. Oh, that's right, because she always has like a standing rivalry with this captain. They're yeah. always rescuing this other captain. <laughs> they're holed up in the safe room, waiting for rescue, just like last time, she says. <laughs> the same crew beams over to the Rubidoux and in, in these really cool fucking environment suits. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> and they're like, like, we need to get power back on. Uh, we'll try to locate the crew. And they b- use magnetizers on the boots, which I guess was in... First contact. Yeah, they have those boots that are meant. Yeah, because you couldn't. How could you walk, right? Yeah. No gravity. And uh, Mariner starts flipping through the air because she doesn't know how to use it right. Stupid. And Mariner's like, oh, it's the boots. The boots I wanted. I wanted boots that were higher, and these boots don't have the heel. I like. (laughs) Ramsey's like, look, I'm tired of you screwing up. It's not the boots. It's you. Yeah, you're fucking up. Back on the Osler. Oh, what is the Osler? Is that like a scientist? Maybe. I don't know. I feel know. like I've heard that. Type it in O-S-L-E-R. Osler. Go to... Yeah, there you go. Okay. Osler. What did you find out? Uh, Sir William Osler, first baronet, blah, 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 Canadian physician, uh-huh. and one of the big four founding professors of Johns Hopkins Hospital. That's there perfect. That's as we find out later. It seems kind of fucked yeah. up now, but we find out later. It's perfect.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Tendy takes the dog out for a walk. The dog and uh, what the dog doing? <laughs> the uh, the the ensign, who's a half old man, half kid, is like freaks unite. Say it with us. At O two hundred <laughs> hours, we're gonna mutiny. Freaks, un- like, Freaks Unite Freaks Unite And Boimler starts doing it And it immediately cuts to Boimler Telling the Edozian That's exactly what they were saying They were chanting it together Dude it's so That smash cut is so good it cracked me the fuck up It's terrible on and he's that. like, they, they dare mutiny. And he's and like, he's well, like, well, we why don't should... we sit down and talk about it? Yeah, Let's yeah. all get together and sit down and talk about it. And then the fucking dude's like, oh, <laughs> he just like <laughs> smashes his desk. He fucking grabs a phaser rifle and he's like, they're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> Phaser rifle in his room. And Boimler's like, no, 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 I only told you so no one would get hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy <laughs> fucking runs out of the room with his phaser <laughs> rifle. He's <laughs> in a rage. He's like fully like raging like a D&D
1: barbarian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Uh, back on the Rubino, uh Ramsey and Mariner are looking for crew members. And uh, Mariner's like, oh, this is so boring. Can we find them and get out of here? Ramsey's like, look, you used to love space mysteries. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I used to be dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, look, you used to be, like, the person for boots on the ground action back in the day. And now you've just lost it completely. Like, you're, uh, like, a fuck-up, basically. Yeah, ba- yeah, yeah. I thought you were better than this. And Mary's like, yeah, well, I thought you were my friend from the Academy that, like, did whatever she wanted and was cool. Yeah, you're a nerd now. You used to be cool, man. Yeah, smoke some ciggies. Uh, They find a door that was manually sealed, and they just fucking open it with their hands, which is confusing. (laughs) But, uh... They find Captain Dayton inside, and she's like, I don't want to die in space, please, please! (laughs) Which is so fucking funny. It's very not-Captain-y. Yeah. But she's like, that thing is still out there! She's like, well, the only thing out there is the Cerritos. And she's like, no, we're inside it! Of course. So, Star Trek. And we have to keep the power off. It's feeding off of the power, yeah. Uh, The mutiny is about to start on the Osler when the Adosian walks in and he's like, you traitors were gonna mutiny against me? It's a good thing that Brad Boimler told me about your plan right, right here. over here. Brad, this guy Brad Bradley Boimler. Boimler. <laughs> now I'm gonna you're all confined to your quarters so you could think about how to be more like Brad Boimler. <laughs> And they all fucking turn on him instantly, like, you narc! It's so good, dude. (laughs) But of course on the Rubido, uh, Durga is too good at her job, and immediately restores uh, power to the ship. Yeah, and all these fucking laser tentacles come out of it. The scariest kind of tentacles. a laser tentacle. And they're like ripping apart the bulkheads in the ship, and they're all running and screaming. And Mariner immediately takes charge, turns into badass Mariner, as she yeah, does. She's, yeah, she's Captain Mariner now, right? She's like, we need to get back and contact the Cerritos for emergency transport. And uh, Dayton freaks the fuck out, so Mariner fucking one-twos her unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Punches out the captain. He's like, pick her up, let's go. Let's go, yeah. We need to get back to where we... Be- she She's the one who comes up with, we need to get back where we beamed in... That's where we can get a signal. Maybe we can beam out that way. Yeah. And Ramsey's like, "Where was all this a minute ago?" Yeah. And Mary's like, "Whatever. Let's go. We need to get this done." Yeah. Ramsey figures it out though. She's yeah, like, "You're doing you're, it on purpose. You're fucking cock blocking yourself." Yeah. She says you're that. Throwing. You're throwing. You're like throwing. <laughs> you're, you're you you are uh, absolutely throwing right now. Throwing the fight. And Mariner's like, look, can we talk about this after we get out of the laser tentacles, please? (laughs) But uh, Mariner's like, look, I just didn't want to be tricked into a position I didn't know I was being offered. Yeah. Ramsey's like, look, you were supposed to be the first captain from our class. You, You had the best grades. You kept everyone on track. Now you seem like you don't even like Starfleet. Yeah, and she's like, I don't think I do. Like, she doesn't know, right? Yeah, That's she's try- trying to figure that out for herself. Yeah. She's having a quarter life crisis. Uh, do you remember those days? Yeah, I remember that. I remember yesterday when I had my midlife crisis. <laughs> what is midlife like? When is when does that start? Forty. You think so? I mean. If like the healthcare system doesn't collapse, maybe. <laughs> True. Uh, when does midlife start? Thirty-five to forty, I would say. That's my guess. Uh, midlife takes place approximately between the ages of forty and sixty. Wow. According to HelpGuide dot com. All right. Thank well, you, I'm Help Guide. Jump. I f- I feel helped. I'm gonna start reading. Uh, Car magazines. You need to be reading <laughs> World War II novels, I believe.
1: <laughs> yeah, but
0: uh, Mariner's yeah. like, look, I, I want, I don't want to rank up and take charge. I'm perfectly happy being a really good ensign. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ramsey's like, look, I'll, I'll stop trying to recruit you if you stop deliberately sabotaging yourself. Yeah. And they work together to save the crew. Back on the Osler. Shit's about to get real. Boimler is running from an angry mob that are going to kill him. And they <laughs> trap him in an airlock. And like, like the the half old man, half kid is like jettisons him into fucking space. <laughs> He's gonna jump him in his face. Because his phasing wears off. <laughs> attempted murder! And the guy's like, Oh, congratulations! And then fucking ejects him. But Boimler just rolls out into some grass. And he's like <laughs> holding his breath and he's like holding his hands over his mouth. And, and he's, he's, like, he's like, Why are the why's the air being forced from my left? <laughs> but they have arrived on the farm planet it's actually a paradise they all walk out and they're like oh my god and then the Edozian specialist comes out and he's like ah oh, these missions for bizarre accidents are extremely long but it's always worth the wait to come here yeah yeah and the ensign, the instant the old man little kid is like wow my, I really misjudged this situation my bad <laughs> he's like attempted murders, Boimler and the adosians like, "Yeah, well, my reaction to the mutiny was uncalled for, too. We should have just talked everything out." And Boibler's like, "That's what I said! That's what I said!" <laughs> yeah. Uh, next time we'll we'll nip the mutiny in the bud before it happens. Maybe we should paint the ship something less ominous colored. <laughs> Maybe turn on a few lights so it doesn't look so horrifying inside. <laughs> And then he laughs he's like yeah I wish you all a successful recovery and he does like a horrible evil laugh and they all look at him scared and he's like that that's just how I laugh that's just how I laugh <laughs> it's so good they go to their relaxation treatments their sexy Vulcan nurses that are smiling oh, for some reason he, everywhere they are ready to fuck dude literally Tendi says goodbye to the dog who also says goodbye Poimler's <laughs> like the dog talks? The dog stands up on her hind legs to talk and is like, You're an exemplary creator. Thank you for making me. I actually like it here. There's more space to run and more things to urinate on. Yep, yep. Tendy's like, All right, goodbye. And the dog fucking flies away. Flies away. And like, it can talk? And she's like, of course, he's a dog. She was a dog. It's a, it's a dog, yeah. And funler's like, yeah, I don't think you know what a dog and is. Normal dogs don't talk. And she's <laughs> like, well, do normal dogs fly and shoot lightning out of their mouths? Blimler's <laughs> like, no, no, they don't. And Tindy's like, you are a freak, the dog. You do belong here the dog says i knew it all along i just didn't want to make you worry oh what a good dog two sexy nurses come up to Boimler and say, we want this cutie. Look at this cutie. I'm going to have my way with it. (laughs) But even to be a shithole even further, the old slash teen ensign is like, no, he's not a freak like us. He shouldn't be here. That's what he gets for tattling. He's like, I have acid reflux. That's pretty freakish. (laughs) (laughs) They toss him onto the shuttlecraft and they go back to the Cerritos. Uh, Boimler stays a virgin. <laughs> Boimler never scores. Here lies Boimler. He never scored. <laughs> he never scored. Back on the Rubidoux, Mariner and Ramsey, uh, they get everybody to the bridge while the ship is being ripped apart by the laser tentacles, uh, <laughs> but they can't get a lock on them and beam them over fast enough. But, of course, Mariner remembers that uh, our boy uh, fucking Rutherford has... Rutherford. F- Created the fast beam out, <laughs> fast beam out. She's like, get now that now ex- with only mild side effects. <laughs> get that experiment online, and Rutherford runs to get it. Boim me out of here, she <laughs> said. boim us out of here, yeah, because Boimler earlier says, boy me up. <laughs> R- Rutherford heads the trans uh, to the transporter. He turns it on. Uh, the hull bre- is completely breached. The ship is obliterated, but everybody gets beamed out at the last second. And they're all out of phase. <laughs> they're all out of phase. They're all going, <laughs> out as possible. <laughs> and they're all like, yay. And then uh, Ramsey's like, are we? why are we out of phase? And Rutherford's like, oh, it's only cosmetic. And they're like, it's only cosmetic. It's only cosmetic. <laughs> uh, the space entity is peaceful and in search of a home. I don't know how the fuck they figured that out. It's the fucking jellyfish from the thing. It's, it's the space entity. It's the, the, the goddamn, uh, what's it called? Farpoint jellyfish. Yeah, the space vessel life form. Yeah. So-called by William T. Riker. William T. William Tiberius Riker. It's not Tiberius, it's Thomas. is It's Thomas. It was originally supposed to be Tiberius as like a way to connect him to Kirk a little bit, but uh, later on they decided Thomas be- I, I got to imagine it was during the writing of the episode for the, like, beaming clone. Yeah, they were like, oh, this makes sense. Like, we'll just, yeah, make How this. How fucked up is it that we didn't do that episode this time? I know. Did we already do it? I don't think so. I don't think we... man. What was it called? I don't even know. I don't, I don't remember. remember the name of that episode, or I'd look it up on our handy-dandy chart of the episodes we've already done over at mclasspodcast.com. It's hard to know because, like, we've each seen the episodes so many times yeah. that I, I, I don't know, like, when we watched it for the show and when we just watched it. Yeah, that's the wildest part to me, is, like, figuring out, like, oh, we haven't watched that for the show, actually. Yeah. What the fuck? We... Like the fact that we hadn't watched Tuvix yet was like shocking to me. Yeah. It was. It was shocking to me that I had to watch it too. Uh <laughs> Boimler tries to, Got him. Boimler tries to get Rutherford to beam him again. He's like, yeah, just give wants, me another abnormality. <laughs> just he wants to go back to the planet to get massaged. Rutherford's like, Well, I have been experimenting with some ancient plasma. <laughs> what does that even mean? Tindy introduces herself to a real dog. The dog licks her face, and she's like, "Ugh, disgusting! What a weirdo!" Yeah, what a weirdo. <laughs> uh, Ramsey and Mariner are sitting at the bar, and they sort of look out the window at the at the jellyfish. And she's like, "This is what makes Starfleet such a great career." Mariner's like, "Yeah, you're right." She's like, "You could still be my first officer if you want." Man, yeah, it's like I appreciate it, and it's tempting, but there's some things that she has to figure out for herself as an ensign first. Yeah, this goes on for like two more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ransom comes in, and he's like, "Sexy Captain Ramsey, dude! What a what a fucking balls on this guy! Yeah, man. let me buy you a drink." And he like puts his hand on her shoulder, and then she fucking judo flips him into a table yeah. and breaks it. She. Ter- Tiramisu Kais for him into, into the Tiramisu table. Kais. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uses that anti-Jedi martial arts. It confuses them too much. <laughs> it's so hard to think when there's kung fu in front of me. Uh, Terris Kasai. That's it. They, yep. Um, I know somebody was going to take it literally that we didn't know it and, like, yep. fucking email in. Yeah. Um, Yep. but she's like I'm sorry for my instinctual my instincts kicking in and she walks off laughing and Ransom's like yeah she's just kidding around that's our thing that's what we do <laughs> yeah yeah. and that's the end of the episode Ransom sucks it's wild to me how differently Ransom gets treated in different episodes he is all over the place right like because yeah, sometimes he's treated as like a guy with a big ego but he's like a genuinely good guy yeah underneath yeah. it And other times he gets treated as just, like, a genuine piece of shit asshole. It's like they took Riker and jacked it up to, like, a hundred, right? Yeah, pretty much. He's all over the map. Like, Commander Jack Ransom. (laughs) Such a stupid fucking name. It's hilarious. (laughs) Um, And then, like, later on, like... uh, um, fucking Mariner get, has, like, a thing for him. Yeah, they, like, kind of, like, have a thing. Weird. Makes, makes sense, you know? I guess. I guess so. I wouldn't ship it personally. <laughs> I only ship, uh, dog with, uh, octopus entity, personally. I only ship Durga with my new character, Bosch Benderson <laughs> my original Starfleet OC yeah, Bosch my- Benderson yeah he's a super handsome science officer who has a giant dick and all the ladies of space love it yeah even the holodeck ladies are like oh it's too big. <laughs> It sounds like a very reasonable and realistic character for Star Trek. And also, he's into 80s stuff, which is totally different than Tom Paris, who's into 90s stuff. I'm picturing an OC that's Tom Paris, but, like, colored blue. <laughs> that he's different. He's different than Tom Paris. He's, he's different. blue. <laughs> different. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Uh... I think now is a good time to take another break, and then we'll come back with our final verdict and uh, further information for your everyday life. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. We do that now?
1: After messages, we'll be right back. Pat, but waiting are the X-Men. Evil Mutants. Wolverine flashes claws of steel while Cyclops turns on laser power. This city has a speed limits. And the giant apocalypse is power lifted by
0: the mighty Colossus. Lost again,
1: Magneto.
0: X-Men and Evil Mutants, each sold separately from Toy Viz. <laughs> welcome back everybody we definitely did not just take a good 35 minutes talking about star wars no not the mandalorian or anything we're back and we're talking about much ado about boimle boim me up boim me up scotty what (laughs) but it's scotty's nephew's grandson yeah Scotty's nephew's grandson. <laughs> remember when Scotty's nephew is on the ship and he dies. Remember that? In two is it two, right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: they go they go on the training mission and then he dies and it's there. Just look it up. <laughs> I'll look it up later. <laughs> uh, apparently the ensign with uh, who's half old half teen who calls himself half a rascal is referencing the TNG episode, Rascals. Oh! Where where Picard, Guinan, and uh, Roe and Keiko are turned into kids. They jump on the bed. Yeah. Which is not fun until it is fun. And then Alexander saves the day with his remote-controlled Stingray ship thing. (laughs) Alexander does something good for once in his life. That poor fucking kid. Your mom was so hot, kid. What happened? Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's so true. (laughs) Uh, I did forget to mention that this episode was directed by Barry J. Kelly, Mm -hmm. who worked on Star Wars: Galaxy of Adventures. Oh, that's the shorts about. Usually, it's like about like the princesses. The princess Leia. The the ladies. It's like a ladies like. It's, like, about Ahsoka, and then Padme has a few, and uh, Leia has one. Somebody is outside blaring music because they uh, hate me personally. Is it two live crew? I wish. Then I would <laughs> be getting two live. <laughs> two live, two yes uh, He also directed um, ten episodes of The Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah, That's a great show! Pretty fucking sick also worked in the animation department of some show called son of zorn that sounds cool what is that about uh it looks like a barbarian gets a job at an office and everyone is live action except the cartoon barbarian <laughs> so don't swim i think so <laughs> feels feels like it everyone is is live action except the barbarian that was like when we were gonna do the show where everyone was live action except for the robot but he was a live-action robot. Uh, wait. What? Yeah, the robot was gonna work in the office, and then he was... <laughs> He's animated? No, he was gonna just be a me in a robot outfit. Oh. Okay, and so then no one was animated on the show. No, our boss was gonna be a puppet that was a raptor. He was gonna be a puppet <laughs> raptor. <laughs> this sounds fun. Yeah, and, like, he was gonna... <laughs> like drink like nuts and bolts out of the coffee maker and shit Uh, what happened to that Uh, we got fired Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is not a new experience for you I find (laughs) I mean I'm still waiting for my pink slip on this thing you know what I mean we'll see She says it every week it's really starting to fuck with me like I'm not eating I'm not sleeping (laughs) we'll see Better be good.
1: <laughs>
0: so, Josh, <laughs> let's uh, wheel out the big board, the Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality. It's been wheeled. Which there. is uh, very necessary for this episode because they mention a Cochrane at one point. Yeah. And also there's a catfish. Milla yeah, Milla Cochran. Yeah, millicochrane. And then there's an actual catfish monster. John Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> So the way this Hi, warp- Jonathan. <laughs> so the way this works, if you've never watched the show before, listen to the show, which I don't think is ever going to be true again. I think we've got the audience that we're ever going to get. Yeah, we're we're locked in now, right? Uh, a Cochrane is Warp One, which is uh, bad. It's a bad show, even though uh, Zefram Cochrane f- helped the Federation to exist. Yeah, and he's created first contact. Uh, catfish is warp ten, which uh, is great and excellent, even though the catfish is from one of the worst episodes of Star Trek of all time. Yeah, and as Josh <laughs> loves to point out, apparently a warp five is a trip Tucker. Yeah, because he's he's halfway uh, to that catfish that he loves. Oh! Oh, I have a catfish. Give me catfish boys. I wish <laughs> I wish my sister was still alive. I have catfish with her every day. Oh, my sister got blown up with Florida. Oh, uh, she got a space 911. Ooh. So Josh. <laughs> uh, what are you going to rate this episode out of 10? 1 to 10, baby. I'm going to give this one a 7.5. It's a good rating. It's a good show. This is a good show. Uh, I forgot about this episode cuz they all kind of blend together. They're all just like good. Like like yeah. Lower Decks is just good, right? Lower like, Decks has a really consistent level yeah. of goodness that I would say most other Star Trek does not have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is I mean, this is such, it's so it's a like quick you're in you're out. It's funny, but it's also like, like we've talked about. It. It's not making fun of Star Trek, it's like a love letter. It's just Absolutely. a good fucking show, man. And there are real Star Trek stakes in almost every episode yeah. as well. Like a every ship th- is destroyed in this episode. Yeah. Every season even ends on kind of like a se- more like a serious note, which is like yeah. not too serious, you know. I mean, this episode was so true Star Trek that some seeds almost got planted. I mean, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Seven point five is is pretty pretty darn fair. I think I'm giving it a seven point five because I'm about to plant some seeds with Durga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you keep your hands off of her! That's disgusting. You keep your filthy blue Tom Paris hands off of her, Bosch Bosch Anderson. What are you giving it? I think I'm gonna give it. Because uh, Lower Decks episodes do get a lot better than this. They do. Um, I would say 7.5 is a perfectly adequate number. Damn, we're the same guy. We're, we're the same man... We don't typically disagree on this stuff, so... No, I don't think we've ever disagreed on an episode yet, which has got to be boring as fuck for the audience. Maybe that's why we don't get too many listeners. Hey, we're nothing but consistent, you know? That's true. I think the the biggest difference in number we've ever done is I gave something a one and you gave it a three. Yeah. I think that's the biggest we've ever done. It would be It would be tough for me to give something a one. Like, I'm a hateful, spiteful boy. It would have to be like, like, uh, like in, like, into darkness. That would be a one. Oh, yeah. Right? I would give into darkness a zero. That's a hard fact, if I was allowed. Yeah. That's a, at most a one, right? Yeah. Like, if, if we can go 0.5 in other direction, I think we could go 0.5. Oh, for sure. I, I give it a zero. I break my own rules. Yeah, I don't know what would be good. <laughs> there's nothing good about that movie at all. Like, no, there's nothing. There's not. Uh, in the other movies, there are good moments or like yeah. good character moments. Like Carl Urban as Bones is always really fun. Yeah, and, and the first one he's good. Yeah, the third it, one's totally watchable. Yeah, like, the third one's a watchable fun movie. I'd give the. Yeah, I, I guess we never did rate the movies. Maybe that's no. a uh, Patreon thing we can do. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what I would give the third one now. Like, a little time away from it, you know? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I've... I don't know. I feel like my opinion on the third one has kind of gone down a little bit. Yeah, it's this. it's not as good as it... That's what I mean. Like, yeah. when it, when it first came out, I was like, okay, like, this is like kind of going in the right direction, so that's good or whatever. It's, it's like one of those Marvel movies that only exists to set up the next one. Like a Thor yeah. 2 or something. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Thor 2 is like, well, we need to have the red stone. So, yeah. this one's about that. That's pretty much it. This is what this is about. <laughs> I would say, since, like, Strange New Worlds came out and stuff, that, like, the third uh, cinematic JJ Verse movie has gone down much more. Yeah. I mean, like, there was always a little bit of, like,. Uh, it's so bad everywhere around this movie that this movie yeah. shines a little bit better.
1: Yeah. I feel yeah. like
0: I experienced a little bit of that as well. Yeah. And it's been a while since I've seen the movie, so I feel like maybe I'm remembering it a little better than it is as well. I'm not sure. Well, what's-her-name is good in it. Um, I don't know who her name. <laughs> the, the like, yeah, white and black lady. I don't know her name. Mm, I believe mixed is the term. <laughs> <laughs> no the alien she's like on that planet and she's like i don't know her fucking name dude yeah i know exactly who you're talking about but she's good in it right, right? Uh, sophia butella is her okay. name she is there actually go. really good in it but like I Ohara's like a bitch, like always, and I don't understand. I that. don't know why they did that to her character. Like, like she's just mean. Her entire character is completely based around Spock's character in those movies. Of course it is, which is you know, like, of course, far worse than her being a secondary character in the original series. Yeah, of course it's based on her and Spock's relationship because you know, also Spock's not gay. I don't know if you know that, but not, Spock not gay. needed a big old case of the not gays. Yeah is the guy who plays him as gay, so we gotta make sure everyone knows Spock is not gay. Look, if Spock wants to fuck a dude, that's Spock's business. I got nothing against it. You think Spock and James T. Kirk didn't smooch on the reg? You're out of your mind. You're you're a crazy person. Dude, Bones is drawing fucking cootie catchers up in his room, and he's like <laughs> asking Spock to pick a number, and it's like, oh, you're gonna <laughs> marry Jim. spock's like this is logical (laughs) (laughs) this makes perfect sense (laughs) Uh, speaking of making perfect sense nothing (laughs) makes more sense to me than heading on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast where for as little as a dollar a month you can support the show get access to behind the scenes posts wallpaper art of every piece of episode art we've ever made and uh access to a Discord full of weirdos who you'll have a great time with. <laughs> for a little bit more dough, you get access to other podcasts, uh, commentary tracks on movies that we've done, and much, uh, much more. Woo! Uh, and if you would like to find a link for that, and a, a link to our merchandise, to a list of every episode we've ever done and all of our socials, you can find that at mclasspodcast.com. Do it. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at mclasspodcast. Yeah. It's, it's a necessity. How else could they help out, Josh? Uh, you can go to iTunes and rate and review us or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really helps the show. You can rate and review whatever you want. have can do it? it. We don't. Uh, of course, I, I can't check it. Spotify or Amazon Music for reviews. I haven't been able to figure that out yet. Yeah, where you do that at is that's that's a quest that you must have go yeah. on yourself. We are we are now on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and uh, of course SoundCloud. Still, I have Audible. Audible rules, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Audible, if you want to sponsor us, you can do that now. I guess yeah. I have to sign up for that, and I will. Like, I'm not kidding though. I do have Audible, and it. it's great. It's so much easier to listen to a book than read a book. This is true. <laughs> like I just like zone out and just listen to whatever. It's nice, man. How do I how do you see reviews on Spotify? Uh, let me look. I I'll don't even see stars. Uh, Spotify. What the <laughs> fucking grandpa and Pop Pop trying to find the reviews on <laughs> Spotify? Where? Why do I click? I'm on Bing. Are how you on I, Bing? How do I turn on AOL? Turn on the internet. Turn on the <laughs> internet box. Uh, you know what? I don't know how to do well, this. Well, fuck it. Leave us a review wherever you can leave us a review. And if you'd leave it on Spotify or Amazon, please let us know how to see it so we could read it on the show. I would love to know how to do it. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to Vitizen for the use of his track, Outer Space Race, for our theme song. You can find Vitizen's uh, information, music, and links over at vitizen.card.co, and that's card with two R's. My man just made a video game for Kevin Cole's Game Jam. What? He and a friend of his who helped with the coding made a game from the ground up. I haven't had a chance to play it just yet. Is that the jumpy one where they're jumping off walls and stuff? Uh, that's Kevin's game. Oh, okay. It's, and that's a skateboarding game. It's a 2D skateboarding game where you... Amazing. Um... Apparently, Vitizens has like a cool story. He made all the graphics, did all the music. Check that shit out. Graphics? And uh, also check out um, the Commission Edition 1, mm-hmm. which is his new album that has all of the music that he's done for podcasts and radio tunes and stuff. And uh, the Bros Before Pros theme. Uh, opening and ending theme is on there. Cool as fuck.
1: Jeff's wife just came
0: home. (laughs) Uh, That was a neighbor. Uh, Crystal's on spring break. She's been home. Rob Springer! (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, We will see you next time for more M Class. Peace. Bye, b We need a better (laughs) (laughs) sign-off. If it ain't broke, don't beel it. Bye, (laughs) beel Keep on beel Be be beel to one another. (laughs) Bye. mentally ill.